Today's Vav has been dedicated Latzlocha the Shepsel Yekusiel Ben Nechoma Rivka. Ezat Hashem and the Zechut of the Limuda Torah and the Hachzakat Torah. Okay, we are now going to take the next step, which is very deep and challenging. We have to go slow. That's what it is when you learn a sefer. So please uh, tell the Olam where it is in the papers. Page four. I'm going to start with these words. See those words? Second column. How many pages in? Four in? Four in, second column. Four in, second column. You see that, Josh, in your sefer? So now, Rabbi Sosalat is going to tell something which seems to contradict something he said before. Okay? So, Lekavit the Rachmani Mishpacha. I'm going to give you a little background. Okay? So basically, Rabbi Sosalat said that there's two parts to Avodah Hashem. There's one part about Avodah Hashem when it's very difficult, when it's challenging, when it's hard to feel it, right? To do with your midot, your emotions, your feelings. It's hard to serve Hashem like that. Whether it's because your tithes are there, whether it's because you just didn't develop yourself yet, right? And now you have this big thing in front of you. You have to serve Hashem in a positive way, and that's hard. Or you have a desire for something like running after money, and then you have to control yourself. Because, let's say, you have a big opportunity to make a lot of money, but the midas habetochen is mechayiv, that you should sit and learn and not do it. But it's still painful, because you want to. It's money. So now, those, to work... In that type of situation, we call that kvisha sayetz. We have to control your desires. You have to control your yitzarim, even though you don't want to do it. Okay? That's called kvisha. There's another term for that. can be called givura, using the midah of strength. You got it? That's called kvisha. Then there's another level, which is called, in Rabbi Sosalanta, called tikkun the Rambam refers to it as a chasid. Okay, what's tikkun ayetza? Tikkun ayetza means that I do it with my midot. It means when I do the mitzvah, I do it with a geshmak. Because it's fitting me. Okay? That means what the seichel is mechaev, and what the Torah is mechaev, becomes to me geshmak. I'm able to match my midot with my seichel. Okay? That's called tikkun ayetza. When it comes at uh, that level. Tikkun Now earlier Rabbi Shol Salanter said, in the process or in the step process of Avoida, always you do Kvisha and then Tikkun. Which makes sense. Because first, you're not there yet. You're not on a high level yet. So first you have to control yourself. And then you could come to Fixing yourself, you know, that's the, that's the step, the step, the step process, right? If you remember earlier back, I'll just read it to you, you don't have to find it, where he says, Lamish at the beginning of Mechtab Lamid, Simon Lamid, he says, like this. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so he said you start off with kvishas ayetze, and then eventually, through certain types of work, not automatic, but certain types of work, well, you'll be able to have ruach ta'avosay, the spirit of your desires, masur given over biyad sichle hayosha into the hands of your straight thinking, le'ov esatzedek to love the things that are good. Bal and to not be interested in going against what it says in the Torah and what the seichel is mechayev or what the Torah enlightened our seichel to see. Okay, so that's the step process. All of a sudden, we begin over here, and he says the opposite. Let's see. Ubechlal lehaodom bimei alumav. That's talking about a young guy. Okay, young people. Bochrim, young, young alike, is talking to them. What should they work on? He says, They're not used to carrying a yoke, dealing with problems, dealing with things that are going against their will. They don't have a wife, they don't have kids, they don't have panosa problems. You know, as you get older, you become much bigger the yoke. So when they're still young or changing over from young to old, they're still not used to carrying the, the yoke. Kaved of bechinas kvishas amidas. It becomes very difficult for them to control themselves. For them, it's easier to come to tikkun amidas. I'll explain it, but these are the words. like we learn in the Mishnah. Haloimid yeled, if you teach a young child, lemazad doimer, what is that considered like? Ledayoik suval niachodosh, it's like writing with black ink on fresh paper, I mean it'll stick. But when you're older, you're already fully matured. Ashek kovid laodam limutikan amidis, at that time it's hard to change, because you're already set in your ways in a very strong way. What is it when you try to teach an older person? What is that compared to? It's like writing on erased paper. It means it doesn't stay. On top of that, he's also very busy. When you're a bocher and you don't have the all of Parnosa, or you have little children, you didn't yet have. Ten kids, you know, the Parnassus is relatively easy, and you don't have to deal with all the tears as man. So, when you're younger, it's easier to change. But when you're older, there's two things going against you. First of all, you're set in your ways. And secondly, you don't have the headspace to do that. So what do you do when you're older? He says, kolkach. <laughs> But Kfish is easier for an older person. Why? Because he's used to carrying a yoke. To find his parnasa. So since he's used to responsibility and carrying a yoke and doing things even though it's not kashmak for him, he got used to that, so it's easier for him to do Kfish. So now we're confused. Because earlier Rabbi Salanta said, that the growth process is always kvisha tatikun. 
You start always on a lower level. And then you have to develop to a tikkun. Right? Now he says the opposite. When you're a bocher, work on tikkun. Because tikkun is easier for you. And when you're older, work on kvisha. Because then tikkun is very hard. So you have to work on kvisha. So how does this thing work? What goes first, what goes second? Okay? We're going to explain. I'm going to say, Mahalik, again, everything I say here is my Torah. I don't know if it's true or not, you know. But I'm learning the book. So that's what we're doing in this Vad. We're learning the Sefer. Now, then he says something that really throws me off. He continues. Right? So far, so good. Right? He's saying you should learn to learn with a geshmak, daven with a geshmak. You know, chayfetz v'simcha. When you're young, chayfetz v'simcha. Should be able to work even if you have no interest to be able to do it. Okay? Now. And when you were used to tikkun amidus when you were a kid, it'll help you. So this will help him to 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 come to some form of tikkun. Okay, so let, let me, let me, he brings the whole thing, but let, let me just say what's bothering me first before I get heavy involved in the wording. So he says that if you got used to tikkun when you were younger, that will assist you in your kvisha work later. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, let me, let's take a very simple illustration. Okay? And I will show you that in reality it's not true. Okay? Let's say you had a bocher. In yeshiva, the guy was had a geshmak in learning. He's alamdin. He says chaburis. He goes over to the magid chair after shir and he has some kashas. He has good notes. He ah, loves learning, right? Now he gets older, and he has a panosa to make, and it's very hard to learn now, right? Now learning is not Gishmak because there's no Lomdis and there's no Svaris and there's no Chaburis and there's no Ruach and there's no, there's nothing now. He has to come home after a day of work and go, ah, now I have to sit down and learn my hour, two hours. Or I gotta get up five o'clock in the morning and I gotta learn. And I have to change my learning style. Cause I can't exactly do what I was doing then and this and that. Most times you see the guy falls out of learning completely. Because when the geshmak is gone, so is the learning. If you had a bocher and yeshiva that didn't have such a geshmak in learning. But he understood, this is what you have to do. This is the right thing. This is what Hashem wants. And he pushes himself to do a siddharam. That guy on the, uh, probably has a better chance of learning when he's a balabos. Because he's used to learning because he has to learn. So now when he came to a situation where he has to learn, he'll learn. The other guy wasn't riding on because he has to learn. The guy was dancing to learn. So now when the dancing went away, so does the learning go away, right? Very fundamental question for every Avrech Bokhar to know because you're going to face life, okay? So you got to understand this. This is basic stuff you got to know. Basic stuff. He says over here, if you learned when you were a Bokhar, B'chefetz, B'rotz, and B'simcho, 
then when you go to work, it'll be easier for you to learn even when there's no chepetz rotz and besimcha going on over there. Your life is full of tears, you know. Very hard to get up early in the morning and go learn. That's what he says. But he'll say it'll help you. And even more it bothers to me, you know, because if I work off Gishmak, if I got used to working off Gishmak, Rebbe, you know those guys that said to Rebbe, I'll only learn if it's Gishmak. If it's not Gishmak, I need a little bit. So if I got used to learning what is Gishmak, right? Now, I have a problem with that. Because when I go to business, maybe making money is more Gishmak. So why would I learn? I, I fuel off a gishmak, so tomorrow this is more gishmak, so that's less gishmak. <laughs> why would it help me? Why would if I learn as a kid with tikkun, with gishmak, why would that help me for later? Okay, so these are the two questions we asked. Got it? Especially we learned in the past that if you're not used to doing fish, it's hard to do fish. So when you got used to working with a gishmak, it's hard to do without gishmak. Okay, here's two questions again. Saeed, that's special for you. Two questions. First of all, it seems to be a contradiction. Rabbi Solsalanta earlier said that the growth, the way the growth works, the stages of growth is, there's actually a third stage, which is going to say later, which I don't know why he doesn't say at the beginning. Stage number one, we said, was to be margish to chesorin, to feel that you have a problem. Second stage is to work on kvisha, of self-control, to be able to push yourself to do things that you're obligated to, even though they're not so gishmak. And then, after you accepted the obligations and you're, you're, you're able to live up to the demands, then you gotta go to the next level, which is tikkun, where now you match your midot with the Torah. Great, unbelievable map that he mapped out uh, our lives. Then we come here and he says, no, no, no. When you're a bocher, you're not so good at kvisha. Because you don't deal with problems and issues. For the most part, you don't have to deal with Shalom Bayes, and you don't have to deal with Chinuch and you don't have to deal with Panosa, and you don't have to deal with all these heavy oles of life. So therefore, you're not used to carrying yoke. But you're young, and you're, you're, you have energy, and you have vitality, and you have, that's Bochum. Bochum have Gishmak, right? You go to a and who's dancing? The Bochum or the Avrechim? Uh, uh, the Bochum, they have merits, they have, they have life to them, right? So that's your power, that's your power, smach Bochum you're young, you have simcha, you have that. You work on Tikkun Amidis and you go with, go with simcha, learn with simcha, shmak. When you get older, over there you're gonna deal with, uh, uh, Kvisha because over there, you're already used to carrying a yoke. So you'll be able to deal with Kvisha. And also Tikkun doesn't work for you so much. Why not? Because you're already set in your ways. People that are set in their ways, they can't uh, change. And you have Tirdus. You don't have the brain space. So where do you make? Then you make Kvisha. So backwards. You make Tikkun first and Kvisha second. I thought you have to make Kvisha first and Tikkun second. What's going on? That was the first question. The second question is Rabbi Solzhenitsyn said, and if you make tikkun when you're young, it will help you with your kivush when you get older. It seems to be the other way around in the reality. If I thrive off the shmak, if I thrive off always pump, always enjoying, then I'm only used to working that way. So when I get to a situation where it's not pumping and it's not enjoyable, then I'm not going to do it. Or if I find something more enjoyable, I'll end up doing that. 
I won't do this. So how does this? What's the push of pshat? Was too tough to have. I'm sorry. Hear my kashas. They don't mask him. Ah, mask him. It's a bomb. It's a bomb kasha. So now I want to begin to menateach the sugya. I want to begin to open up the sugya because this is what every single bocher and young man has to know. Because the purpose of your youth is chinuch for your future. And if you don't know what you're doing here, you're going to be a failure there. That's the posse of this all brings. Chanoich lenar, not chanoich lenar. He brings the posse, smach bochor. He brings chanoich lenar too. But then he says, the, the posse of smach bochor will be secho. Right? And then, Later on, when you get older, loyosumimeno. Which pasuk is that? God, no, that's together. Chanoch l'al pidarkoi gam kiyaskin loyosumimeno. That means the purpose of youth, chanoch l'nar, is that when you get older, you shouldn't lose what you got from when you were younger. That means everything that you invest in your younger is for the future, to deal with real life, right? So if you don't know what you're doing here, you're not going to know what you're doing there. You got to figure out the pitfalls. So that's why this keta over here is the most fundamental. But it's deep too. So we gotta break it down slow. No rush. Say that. Maskim. Okay. Step number one. Tikkun doesn't mean gishmak by itself. That's a mistake. There has to be gishmak, but that's not what it means. Because, like I said to you before, some people have a geshmak in basketball, and some people have a geshmak in lambdas. That's not what tikkun ayetz is. Tikkun ayetz doesn't mean geshmak, because today I have a geshmak in lambdas. Tomorrow I may have a geshmak in machin geld. You know, maybe figuring out the stock market will become more intriguing to me than figuring out toysus. So that's not what tikkun ayetz doesn't mean. Doesn't mean geshmak by itself. Understand? So Tikkun means, like we said before, I learned this before, Tikkun means, She'e ruach ta'avos mos b'yatzich la'yosho, levas ha'tzedek, b'ayach b'tzhavchoi. And then he says in another place, that I should have a simcho in doing the will of Hashem. Okay, there's different lines, I have to find every line here. But, find you all the lines, but if you go through and you pay attention to all the words that he uses when he talks about uh, he talks about that you have simcho in doing the will of Hashem and simcho in doing what the seichel is mechaev right? What time is it? Oh boy, it's getting late and we have to dive in on time today. Bottom line is like this. So, it's, we have to develop it over time. Not today, we can't finish it. But the starting point is, my geshmak and learning has to come from a place where I understand, my seichel understands what learning is, and it has to give me a geshmak from the pure place of what learning is. And you, the, one of the signs to see that that's true, that I'll be happy if you're learning too. 
not only for myself, because Tikkun Ayetzer, if you remember, we learned yesterday and the day before, that Tikkun Ayetzer includes your friend, not just yourself. So the fact that Torah is being learned in the world also makes me happy. Kol Shekei when I'm doing it. But it's not a, it's not an egoistic thing. It's not that I enjoy winning an argument. It's not that I enjoy uh, philosophizing. It's not that I enjoy saying chedushim. It's not that I enjoy lomdis. It's not that I'm good at this and therefore gives me a good uh, feeling that I'm productive. Not that. I have to work with the seichel and the good, the toiv and the seichel and the ms. I have to have a geschmack in that. And I have to have a geschmack that the world is being done. Other Jews are doing that too. I have a geschmack for my friend learning too. Okay, that's the starting point. You have to know that type of uh, achievement when you're young, which you create by you a hergel, a way of doing something in learning, that's something that will stay with you when it's hard. But I have to explain all that stuff. So I have to stop. I have no choice. So we'll come back to this tomorrow and start to develop. Big stuff. Big stuff. But you got to know this. If you don't know this stuff, Hashem Yishmur. Okay.